for part two. It's Nusella. It's Teresa. Matthew. And Benny, because he missed his cue. Um, we're back, but this time we want to kind of shift the conversation a little bit um, to a topic that we've previously touched on with our guest, Noella, when she was on, which was family dynamics. I think, um, I think we gave a good introduction to the topic, and we gave the perspective of being like, you know, a girl coming from an African household and how that affects us, mm-hmm. like mentally and like relationships and stuff. So I would actually like to start with the boys. Yeah, for sure. I feel like they're going to give a different perspective um, as to, you know, what it's like in adulthood. So I'm going to start with the most outspoken, Benny. How would you say, like, describe your relationship with, like, your parents (laughs) right now? Okay. uh, My relationship with my parents. With my mom is good. Uh, With my dad, you know, Arabic him when he was alive. You know, we had a rocky relationship. I will say probably me and my dad never really had like a son and father relationship. He was, I mean, it's not like he was not around. He was a pastor and for African, you know, people that are here, your dad's you a know pastor, what it is. Yeah. 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 pastor. All of us, our parents are pastors. And uh, he was really out most of the time, you know, uh, doing missionary stuff. So, you know, I really didn't grow up with him. I lived with him in America for the last 10 years until he passed away last year. So during, I'll probably say the last two years of the, you know, of his life, me and him started developing that relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what hurts me the most that he's not here. The person that I used to talk, that I still talk to a lot is my mom. Mm-hmm. But I still talk to my sister Benita more about my relationship, stuff that I do on the outside, more than I talk to my parents because my mom, for her, you know, I'm almost 24 years old, but for her, I'm still a baby. You know, for her, I don't know yet what I'm doing. I don't know what my life is anymore, but I've always been like the rebel of the house. Mm-hmm. So for me, I would say my mom's relationship is still one to 10 right now. It's probably at a seven. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's a good. There's progress though. There's growth. Yeah. Um, We're going to, so we're gonna let yeah, everyone have that was just a intro a, and then but we're David, dive in a little bit. Same thing for you. What is you how do you feel like the, your relationship is with mom and dad? I think it's cool. I mean with my mom and my dad, it's like we have uh it's the same thing. Our dad my dad's a pastor just like he said, so um he is out a lot and doing things and it, it does affect how when we were younger him his availability is just like little stuff like giving us a ride home and just being there at games and stuff like that. I never cared about the game stuff because I like He's working, um, but I don't know how effective the different. <laughs> I don't know how effective the different. Bro, I didn't care. Well, <laughs> I did what I had to do. I'm not gonna speak specifically to different sons. I know it affected. It, yes, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So you're right. It I did know affect my. It, it made me like not really care that much about big events, which is a bad thing. Mm. It's like if somebody has something going on, like I can miss it. But <laughs> no, honestly, way. like he's Bro, he's, he's so, speaking. Yeah. But right now we're growing. Like I'm trying to. Me and my dad's relationship has transitioned from like boy and son to like man and dad. Mm. And I think my dad's handling it well with me because of my personality. Mm-hmm. But a lot of my family has the same personality. Like I know my dad and the way he is. David's right. Um, yeah. Same with my mom. I know my mom. I've learned to like if she's going off about something, I can shut up. I can listen. I can. It doesn't even hurt me. So it just depends. I think I took it like it was good for me. Um, 
But that's just the way I have Do been. you think being the youngest, observing all of your older siblings I think before that's what you? It is. Okay. I may have observed the way like people get mad at different things and getting mad is not gonna change how somebody acts. Mm. So it's better to just kinda of observe. And so that's I've been able to observe a lot. Because when I was younger I was the errand boy, I was doing everything, I was David go get us water, David go do this, David go do this. <laughs> so, and you have to go through this kind of location at that point. So yeah, it is what it is. It's cool. I'd say if I had to rate it, mm-hmm. there's things that I definitely want to grow at. Like I do want to be able to talk to my parents about like just day to day normal stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't really do that much. Mm-hmm. Like we're always together. We are a communicative family, but it's all. Teresa said it. It's, it's more surface level sometimes. A lot of times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'd say it, it's probably a seven, seven out of ten for both. Seven? Yeah. Period. All right, Matthew. Matthew. Uh, I don't even know. Like no, my parents. So are what cool. position are you and your family to start there? Are you the youngest, middle child? Oh yeah, I'm the youngest. So yeah. like like I said, and my parents, and like well, my my parents are like obviously they're like old, so like they just don't have the energy mm-hmm. to like like do all the like the BS, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, like I was actually like a pretty good like child. Yeah. Somehow, like like when I was four, like my like you know like some kids like got some off of candy mm-hmm. and like they start crying like no no mm-hmm. mom would say no and I was like okay. Wow. No, because I was pretty good. Not like I was just a pretty good like child because I would they would tell me something and I listen like and I never really like got in trouble. Mm. So yeah, and then like since I I guess I was going to college and then like you know sometimes I just be in my zone. So then like pe- like I mean like a group message with my family, but like I deleted WhatsApp because I was getting like too many notifications. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm just being honest. I just I just don't like group messages to mm-hmm. be honest. And then so like yeah, but I just got back home and it's just pretty good. You know, mm-hmm. I see my parents every day. Mm-hmm. I talk to them, but like. Like I said, what must like really like, like what can you really tell your parents? Because I know some people tell your parents, oh yeah, I have this boyfriend, all this mm-hmm. stuff, you know. But like, <laughs> that's why I asked. Because like, yeah. because like, but like, but then again, like I'm not like a talking, like I'm not like a talking person. But, mm. like, like I would always like go to my friend's house. Like none of my friends would really, like come to my house. And stuff. Oh, so, like, okay. My parents like they don't know like. Yeah. Like, for like, for like all my other siblings, they should, like, for college, they used to bring all the friends home mm-hmm. and all stuff. Mm-hmm. My parents can't even name one college friend. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's just, but I just don't talk like that's that. That's your experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I guess, but like, it's pretty cool. It's like eight, nine. Do you yeah. think that it's because of the age gap that you have that dynamic with your parents? Like, uh, yeah, but then again, like, I really just don't be, like, talking. Like, I don't be telling my siblings, like, anything about my friends. Like they don't, they don't know like like one person. But that's so just, because you're you're not you don't have like a close relationship with your siblings either. I mean, define like close. Close, like talk. Yeah, like you guys interact about like the the you know menial things in your life, like day to day. But like like again, like I was like away in college, mm-hmm. so like only be FaceTime. Like so, I have five siblings. So like Nicole, I used to I used to talk to her. But like I was just taking care of her son. I've been to her house like four times. My oldest brother, like again, it's also they're ten years older, so mm, like, oh, okay. yeah. So like, what can you like? What can I really talk yeah. to? You it's the same with me and Michael. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. similar. So like, what can I really talk to like a thirty-three-year-old about, and what can you talk a twenty-three-year-old? Mm-hmm. And then my other sister, she's married, has a kid. I go to her house sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then my other sister, she was also like, she moved out like when she was like when I was like twelve. So she's mm-hmm. always in Oklahoma, so I wasn't really seeing her. Mm-hmm. I'm still cool with her. And my brother. I don't really talk to him as much because he's in a different state. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I think the reason why I don't really talk to him as much is because I don't see them as often. Right. Like, I'm not the type of person to talk on the phone. Gotcha. Yeah. I what, think me and you are the same way. I don't use my phone much, but the difference is like they're always in the same area. So like I don't have to deal with like if we were all in different places, I think it would be the same. 
But like, since we're all so close and we see each other all the time, it's different. Yeah, and the fact that I was in San Marcos for like four years. I was about to say, David, because I talk to you all the time on the phone when I was in San Marcos. Well, I'm talking about more so black on the road. I talk to Lauren a lot more now. Mm-hmm. And like, just about where the county and different True. Stuff. Pro- so, proximity yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, I just want to, so obviously y'all saw my brother. You, you guys observed firsthand. It's not just because people are here. My brother is literally that kind of person. Like, he just doesn't talk. Like, if you don't prompt a conversation with him, he's not going to say anything unless he has to, like, ask you for something. Like, he's just, that's just, like, his nature. But it's funny because, like, he was not always like that. Um, growing up, he was very rambunctious. People don't believe this because my brother doesn't, like, talk to people he doesn't know. But in the house, like, my brother was always, like, running around, like, screaming, like, coming, fighting with us, like, just. But I feel like the older he got, the more he kind of like isolated himself, mm-hmm. I guess. And I think maybe it's because he's the only boy and he doesn't have like brothers to like talk about certain brotherly things with. Like me and my sisters, we're close. Like we have our own like group message. Like my little sister doesn't live here. She lives in Austin, but we still talk every day. Like we still talk about stupid stuff. Like she hasn't lived in this house for like four years. And I'll still be like, do you know where I put blah, 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 blah? She's like, why would I know that? Like, I don't live there. And obviously my sister, she's probably the person I'm the closest with just because like we live in the house together and we interact a lot. Mm -hmm. But like my brother, since he was the only boy, like all of you guys have brothers. So Mm -hmm. like at some point, there are some things you're not going to talk to your sister about. You're going to talk to your brother. I can relate to him because my brother was super old, older. My brother is really old. Yeah. So like Michael's 30, Lawrence 20, 20 so there's 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 things that I wouldn't tell my sisters that I'm not gonna go tell my brothers out of because like we're in different phases of life. My brother's yeah. thirty. I'm not gonna talk to him about some stuff. It's just, it's just like you know. So I think it's maybe it's a boy thing because my sister she's twenty nine now, and I mean I'm twenty five, but like I don't think that an age gap would define what we do and don't talk. My about sister and I we're are sisters, you know close as she right. knows everything about me she knows all my business that's what i'm saying like y'all like, are the closest but we're, we're close too that's the thing like well, yeah. if i had to break it like it'd probably be me and Teresa, then me and lauren and then me and mary like me and lauren me and mary are the same mm-hmm. and then michael me and michael this thing's out of the house is the oldest because in our family it's hold on, sorry real quick on our family it's like the three musketeers is me david and merv yeah. yeah and then obviously because she's my sister she understands things girl stuff so we talk and then it's everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> so and, and I would say also with that, well, not like I'm your family or like or immediate family or mm-hmm. your business. Yeah. And I would say the reason probably why you're closer to a little bit closer to Teresa is because you were like the past like couple of years, like she's been here. That's and true. Been at but it's also but the way that I am with like the, the family. Though. Like the mom of us. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was gonna yeah, say. And I would say like you also. I do she that. She took role. on that role. Me and me and Matt are like kind of combat. Like we kind of butt heads a lot. No, yeah. you're so close because obviously, like you're, you're like the you're like the closer age because like they're if, basically like yeah. twins because like, if, they're literally so close because if memory tells you if memory tells you go get go get me water and be like yeah right we went through that phase like in high school <laughs> yo yeah. I remember fighting no yeah obviously but but all if, the time but like if Michael tells you like hey David can you do this you probably like listen to him you know yeah because like, you're not gonna like argue with him yeah. because, like, because like, the age gap is yeah, so because, close like, bro, yeah, yeah so there's never a time in my life where I would be like no to Michael. Yeah, oh yeah, no, you yeah, don't yeah. do that. But that's just how it is. Yeah, especially. I, I got a, I got a, I got a, uh, a step brother. He's almost forty, and I've only spoken to him twice mm-hmm. on the phone and on the phone. And I saw his face the first time last year on my dad's uh, funeral, 
And then he 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 has a striking resemblance to all of us. Me, uh, Victoria, because Victoria is 15 years old. Mm -hmm. Wow. He's so, your mini you. So I just started talking to him. I'm closer to Benita, but I wish I had a boy right there where Benita is because she's 22. Mm -hmm. You know, I wish I had a brother there and then Benita after that. Because, or just a brother after Benita, or kids his age, because she's 21. Yeah. yeah. Like, if Matt was a boy, like, we'd be homies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Y'all would be like this. Like, I, don't, I don't have that. And my, my older brother, me and him, like, the relationship is pretty much non existent. Yeah. Like, we don't talk. Like, it's not like we don't talk because of the distance. We actually got beat. So, wow. me and him are not. You don't talk. We don't talk at all. So, yeah. after Dad's funeral, Everybody went their separate ways, you know. Yeah. He doesn't like my mom. It doesn't, you know. He doesn't mess with. Me. You don't mess with my mom. You don't mess with me. Period. Facts. So we're just done. So and then now I gotta start talking to Victoria about girls. I gotta start teaching that stuff because mm -hmm. I'm like the father of the house mm -hmm. now. But at the same time, we both forgot, you know, when she probably has a boy looking after, or going after her, or this or this. Oh yeah, they need this. Oh yeah, they need that because Benita is more. She understands more. Mm -hmm. She's basically like, how can I say this? She understands me as a boy more than some of my friends that are boys. Mm -hmm. That's why I talk to her a lot. That's why I'm close to her. And then Kits is just, you know, she's the just conventional. It's just conventional. So you know, I think the role. I think literally though, like your gender and like the order of when you were born or whatever, and your, it does control a yeah. lot because yeah. of like your personality what role you play in your family, who you you know have to communicate with, who you're closest to, like being the youngest, you guys have your experience, you're a middle child, but you're also not I the firstborn daughter. Yeah. So there's different And I'm the so, first and I'm first first born daughter. So, so, so you know? you're the oldest, you're the oldest, you're the youngest, you're the youngest, I'm a middle child. I'm a middle child and the oldest <laughs> But daughter. you're the oldest daughter, so yeah. you're that's the true. It's, yes, it's, you're the it's true. My I think being a middle child is just it's the most tasking, and most people wouldn't believe that because you know the oldest is the trailblazer. The oldest is the one who takes on the responsibility, kind of like steps in as a second parent. And the youngest, they're like, oh, the youngest can do whatever they want. They get yeah, away with whatever they want. It's the easiest role to play. But I would say the middle child has it the worst. Oh, yeah. I would say the middle child has it the worst. And I've always made this joke in my family specifically because my brother gets special treatment because he's the only boy. My sister, she gets special treatment because she's the oldest. Corey gets special treatment because she's the youngest. I'm not the oldest, not the youngest, not the only girl. There's me. It's just me, right? And I have taken on the role of basically being the peacemaker, the pacifist, the people pleaser, which is typical for like you know being a middle child. But sometimes you have to be the oldest. Sometimes I, you 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 take you you basically play everybody's role. Like you don't just get to play the middle child. Because well, when you're the middle, middle child, child doesn't have a role really. Yeah, you're peacemaker. That's what I'm saying. That's it. To where they kind of leave the situation. Exactly. Like, you know, yeah, like, but it, and it, the middle child is 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 a pivotal role because you're in touch with the younger siblings, in touch with the older siblings, siblings and then the connected parents. to the parents. And and it's been weird because me specifically in my family that describes me perfectly. Mm -hmm. When something goes on, like in this house, before my brother asks anybody for anything. He comes in, he's like, hey, I need this, I need that, I need that. I'm always everybody's go-to, even for my parents. They have two older children before me. The first first call for 
everything. It's me. You know what? It's me. That's Always. That's my emergency contact. I'm basically my own emergency contact because that like the same thing they're <laughs> yeah. no, and that's she has to act like the eldest because there's things that happen in the house that she steps in for. Kate says like, and then she calls like, "Yeah, Benny, did, did we do this? Did we do this? Did we do this?" Mm-hmm. Is this? I'm like, I don't know. And then my mom would be like, "Oh, call Katya." And talk to her about this. Ask her about it. It's that. really annoying to be the person that every family member calls because it's like, it wow, is. you guys could actually just call each other. Like my mom will call me to talk about my brother, and I'm like, could you just call him <laughs> that directly? Is the most annoying. I it's and a pet peeve like, of mine. I when think, my parents, I think me and you both in our role because the parents will call me. Unbelievably annoying. Or Michael or Maverick. They'll never call me for you, obviously. Exactly, because I answer my phone. No, it's I very simple. That and that's that's. That's mistake number one. Becoming reliable in the family exactly. is the worst thing if you can do liar, ever. She calls me, I don't even have a car. <laughs> so it's like, I'm it's because she knows you have a willing spirit. Yeah, she knows that I I'm going out. Which we're not going to put people on blast. But you want to know something? What you said about having a willing spirit? I have a willing spirit. Being a middle child has drained It comes back to me. It has drained me. I don't have the willing spirit. I don't have it anymore. For help homework, I'll do it without even batting an eyelash because I know that they don't want to have to ask for help. And now he's Dr. Phil, so. Period. (laughs) (laughs) But let's actually like go into back into like the parent, your connection with your parents. Mm -hmm. And let's talk about like the dating aspect, right? Mm -hmm. So we were talking about like what your relationship is with with your parents and the conversations that you have. And you guys were like, yeah, conversations, but what type of conversations? Do y'all talk about girls? Have you ever talked about a girl? Do you feel comfortable? (laughs) Hold on. Do you feel comfortable? Bridging that type of conversation, and then like, how are you going to translate that to when you're a parent? Here's the thing, okay? So, <laughs> so I think I have to appreciate the fact that it's super relaxed compared to the girls in my house. It's like they never told us that you can, you can. They never told us that. Except one time, Michael's experience. Michael was being yeah, because he was rebellious. Yeah, he's rebellious. He was being extra. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, they they leave it in our hands. They don't really care. Mm. Obviously, I'm of the mindset that I'm not going to bring anybody to my parents that is not super serious. Just because mm. I think that's a cultural thing, maybe. Yeah, that's a cultural thing. That's a cultural thing, whatever. So, I don't think I'm ever going to tell them about something that I'm dating, unless it's that serious. Mm. And the, or, I'm, Wait, if I don't or you're going to be at the house or something like that. Like, that's... Yeah. <laughs> so, so, there's no dating conversations. Okay, fair. Yeah. Okay, Matthew. Like I said, I don't want to tell my parents about my friends. So I would even tell them about that. But it's just like... But like, eventually you would have to tell them. Like, oh, no, obviously. It. Because like, I remember the day I found out my sister was getting married, we were all driving to Atlanta. And then she said, oh, I'm getting married. And I was like, dude. I was like, dude. <laughs> wow. Right? And then my other sister, the only reason why I knew she was getting married because she was always, she was, she was always hanging out with like the same, same guy. Same dude, right? right? And, yeah, yeah, right? So then like, I just kind of peeked it. But like I said, I'm out of my business. I was like, okay, that's probably my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. But I never asked her, is that your boyfriend? Mind my business because I don't, I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't even know. You don't and then she, she married that guy. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of obvious. <laughs> and then my other brother, wow. like I just said, out of the blue, like a couple months ago, oh, I'm getting married to who? Oh, she lives in Africa. Like, I think I remember the name. That's why they're going to Congo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just, yeah just, I didn't know. Oh, yeah. I thought it was just a graduation party. No, 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 no. That was a graduation party. Oh, no, no, no. no for Congo? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, although he's getting married. Yeah. And, but I'm saying longer, not just for the wedding. Mm-hmm. And like, I've talked to his, what, fiance? Yeah. Once for like 
two seconds. Mm-hmm. It was like on FaceTime, and then the connection went out. So like, like I know, like I know nothing, like I know nothing about it. But like I said, I just on business. I didn't bring up the sibling dynamic, but it's different. Like mm-hmm. if I was dating somebody super seriously, which hasn't happened yet, like the, all my sisters would be the first to find out. Better be. And then Michael and Laura would probably find out later. Listen, I better be included on that extension. Well, yeah, I'm not going to hide it from life. Y'all will find out. Like, I'm not going to, you know. Like, oh, yeah. Know. As we should. Anyway, but, Benny. Yeah, that's what Benny, what? Relationships and your parents. Uh, yeah, uh, my dad told me one time. He was like, uh, I think it was like a year ago. Before he passed away. Like, yeah, when I was dating, he was like, uh, I know you were in a relationship with someone. You should never tell me, but I know. They never lie. My mom even called out the person. She's like, yeah, I know. I know you and her are dating. I know you're not going to tell me, but I know. So I don't tell them about it. But um, I told my mom, by the time we turn 25, I'm going to be with someone. There's no bad. That's just it. Because I've been feeling, you know, I've been feeling like that for a couple of years now. And I'm like, you know what? I'm the, you know. When do you want to get married at? 25? No, I want to get married at 26. 26, 27, those are my ages right there that I want to get married. 20, like, 24, I want to start something with someone, mm-hmm. right? Get to know them, get in a relationship. 25, then things start getting serious. You know, before I, you know, before I, I finish my 25th year, probably get engaged. And then 26 to 27, look into getting married or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, my mom started peeping that. You know, like I told her, I'm like, yo, like me, you cannot ask me about a relationship, bro. I'm old. I'm not Victoire. I'm not Benita. I'm not Ketia. Mm. I'm too old for this. I'm too old for you to tell me that I can't talk to this person. I it's can't a, talk to yeah, that person. You're saying no, like, you not want to get married? Like, Actually, like, no, after you're finished, I'll have to ask you know, something to what you're saying, because you just sparked something in my mind. So I'm like, you really can't ask me. And now I told her, if Benita is dating somebody, she's not going to tell you. Mm. She's gonna tell me because you guys are not open to them as you know as other parents. That's what, mm. I, that's what I don't get. And, from my and, parents. and keep in mind, saying that your, your yeah. sister's yeah. twenty-two, like like she's yes. my sister's adult. twenty-two. And then when Ketia, this dude started talking to Ketia or whatever, mm-hmm. I was the first one to find out. Of course, she told Benita. Benita was like, "You can't tell me, and I tell Benny." And I told her, "I need to talk to the dude because I know our boys think." I need to speak to this man to see and if... And currently one of those boys who are dating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I want to see if he's a boy or he's a man. Because mm-hmm. I know exactly how, you know, our process is. And then I told him the same thing. Mm-hmm. If you like a girl out there, probably come and tell me. I don't mind. You know, and when I become a parent, I want my kid yeah. to tell me about the crushes. That's, that's what I was going to say. I want them to tell me about who they like. Now, if you're 16 or... 15 years old, of course I'm not going to let you into dating because your heart is too fragile for you to date. You don't date. even have a vehicle. Yeah, plus you don't know what you're doing. Am I going to take you on dates? are good though. You know, am I going to take you on dates? So yeah, with right. my mom, she's going to know eventually. But I'm probably going to tell my mom a year after I started dating the girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I add to what you're saying? So this is not even like a question. It's basically a statement. I think it's very detrimental in the African community. And I know in everyone's household was different, but in my household it was like this. My parents made it a sin for us to speak to the opposite sex. And then all of a sudden when we're around the age, at least me, now that I'm around the age to get married, now it's like you're expected to just do some outrageous things. I'm not even going to get into what it is. They're like, don't almost marry you. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> 
know you're not. They don't want to tell you about relationships, and, and they don't want to talk to you about sex. But what I want yeah. is sex. We're gonna get into I, sex. Gonna We're gonna get into sex. But this is my this is my whole thing about it. It's like it's very traumatizing for a young woman. They give you dating life. Hold on, it's very traumatizing for a young woman because it's like, okay, I don't even know. Like this is somebody's experience, not mine experience. I don't even know how to talk to boys. So now, not only am I at the position where you guys are pressuring me to get married, there's all of these things going around and for the longest time, communication about guys wasn't a thing. Mm -hmm. And now you guys are asking me serious questions like, when are you getting married? It's not like who you're dating, it's you, you when are you getting married? It's yes. zero to a hundred. Because back in, because in Congo, they just find me some guys. They just find me some guys. It was arranged marriage, left yeah, and right. Not like arranged forced to, but they just find you guys, oh, I know this guy. was a man for you and you accept them. Yeah, basically. So that's how it is. Sometimes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. I, have, I already said this in the previous episode, I think. Maybe I didn't. Did. I did my, my experience when it came to, like, the opposite sex and dating was a lot. It was, a tr it, was a, it was an evolution of things. So my parents have never been on the same page about this until recently. But, like, growing up, my dad was super, like, strict. Like, he used to say outrageous things. Like, you can't go to the mall because girls get pregnant at the mall. Like... He, no lie, so no lie. He would say things like that. So like, if we wanted to go to the mall, he'd be like, "Take your brother." And my brother's like, "I don't want to go shopping." Like, it would it would be a whole thing, right? And but my mom was always she's always been super big on like open communication and trust and been like, "Listen, like I know how I've raised you guys, so I trust that the things that I've taught you." You will take them on the outside. Mm -hmm. Now, is she, she, she? My mom's not perfect because my sister can tell you the most hilarious story. I'm not gonna tell my sister's story for you guys, but it's one day I'll tell y'all. And my mom snapped because <laughs> she saw my sister when she was like 15 with this guy, and nothing was happening. They were sitting in the car, but since my sister that's didn't enough. answer the phone, that's my mom. That's enough. Yeah, it was hilarious. Mm -hmm. But there, it's more to the story. But my mom has always been on that wave of like tell me like you know and it's never like she's like co-signing it or anything she just wants to know where my head is at because if that you know line of communication is open it's easier for her to give me guidance you know so i'm not gonna lie i remember the first time my mom ever saw me with a guy when i was like 14 and i was <laughs> i was dumb i was sitting in front of my door and he kissed me and my mom opened the door like as it was happening and we were like, all three of us were just in shock. Like, he was in shock, I was in shock, she was in shock. She just closed the door, you know? And then Bruh. he walked away. And I walked inside, I was scared for my life. And it's funny, because my mom has never put the fear of, like, you know, relationships or anything in my heart. But I'm just like, the fact that my mom saw me kiss a boy, like, that's, oh my gosh, she's going to rip my soul. But she actually did the opposite. She, when I came inside, she was just like, who is that? Even though she knew who it was, he came over all the time. Um, and I was just like, I told her who it was. She's like, is that your boyfriend? I was like, no, like, but I want it to be. And she was just like, listen, let me tell you something. And she gave me some real practical advice about boys. She didn't like, she didn't shame me in that moment. And she just told me that like, you really shouldn't be kissing boys at this age if they're not even gonna, you know, commit to you. Not that you should be committing at 14, but like, you shouldn't just be all willy nilly kissing boys. It's like, it's not a good look, you know? And that's something that I kept in me and like, you know, instead of shaming me in that moment, she used it as a teaching moment. And I feel like more people should take that approach because when they catch their kids talking to the opposite sex or being interested in dating and stuff, they just 
they inflict anxiety, like David just said, on people. They're like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this. This is wrong. What is wrong about it? It's normal. It's human nature. That's the thing. Like, your kids are going to be older. So, like, if you... If your only technique is to shield them from the other whatever, like whatever Opposite item sex, from, yeah. you're not teaching them how to deal with it. Exactly. Yeah, you're gonna wild out. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and now I'm very appreciative of that because y'all, people who know me can tell the relationship that I have with my mom, it's very, my mom is like, she's not just one, she is like my closest friend. I tell her, I mean, everything, good, bad, ugly. My mom knows every everything I've ever done in my life. And it's not because, like I said, she's not just, co-signing me or being like it's okay it's okay it's just because she knows that i'm going to go through things anyways so it's better to have that line of being like hey listen i know what you did and i'm not mad i'm just kind of like upset because i wish you would have made a better decision but here are better decisions or you should think about this or next time you know you won't get hurt if you do this or men are like that and women should you know it's always been that whole thing and now like i feel very comfortable like you know, going through this dating life, and ev- I consult my mom on yeah. everything. Like, Can I say, I'm something? say something? Everything. Short, not be long, but like okay. One thing my parents, my parents did good on a lot of things, but uh, they dropped the ball in the day. They didn't do good on that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'll, I'll say that this. Anything that I was complaining yeah, about. What I would say about your mom and your situation is like it's an anomaly in the it African is. community. It it's not yeah. what your your situation is not a normal situation in the African no, community. For somebody to be so open and understanding, it's beautiful. But that's why we raise the question is like, how are we gonna treat our kids? Because the way our parents raise us is already done. Yeah. It's it's done. It's done no, it's it, yeah. true. Like it, it's already done. So now it's like up to us as adults how we're gonna continue our adult relationship with our parents. Because the thing about what people have to understand no matter how strict your parents is, you have to have that definitive line where you put your foot down. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm going to do this, and this is how I'm going to do it, whether you like it or not. Just don't be disrespectful. And as an, I, of, of course, yeah. but as an oldest daughter, that's what I had to do, because with dating, no one, like my mom would say stuff here and there. She would talk to me about boys. She was like, if a guy follows you, call the police. Like, she literally <laughs> told me that. Like, that was advice that she gave me one time. And so I'm just like, y'all were being serious when y'all... Yeah, what kind of guys did you guys hate right Like, no, we didn't. It's well, just like... Yeah. No, our parents. No, I'm telling you, like... <laughs> like, it's, like it's, it's the yin and yang because you see my mom was reasonable. My dad was very unreasonable, you know? But I feel like now it's a, it's a thing about progress, like you and said. It's progress. And the thing is, like, for my mom, she would have our conversations. She peeps stuff. And she knew that we were, like, into boys and stuff like that. But she always told us, like, you know, boys just want one thing and blah, blah, blah. And then my dad, he never approached us. <laughs> Not in the Oh, my bad. Anyways, moving on, moving on. <laughs> my dad never approached the girls of the house about stuff until mm. now. I literally recently, like, within the last year, had to sit my dad down and explain to him what the dating culture was and <laughs> what dating is and how dating goes about and how... You, you can't know, just call sure. anybody your fiance. No. Yeah, every person you talk to still is not your fiance. No. And that's why like, but you I'm, I'm baffled because like a lot of these African relationships, I'm not gonna pinpoint any, but like <laughs> No, they don't date you know and then that's why they the marriages are kind of weird. But you yeah. wanna know something weird that's that's I wanna throw out marriages. there? Do you know who did used to talk to me about dating when I was younger? Hmm. Teresa's dad. 
all the time. You want to know? Hold on. Let me add something to the podcast. Hold on. Hold on, guys. Hold on. Let me tell y'all something about my dad. Let me tell y'all something about my dad. Everybody would always tell us, his kids, his children, or oh, your dad's so cool. He talked to me about dating. Tell me about this. And I'm like, your own children? You're not ta- like, no, no offense to my dad because I love my dad. Love Dr. Phil. Love Dr. Phil, but like, respectfully, you would tell me that, and it blew my mind. And it's funny because I'm just. This is a weird example, but like my dad and Trace are really, really good friends, and they would do a lot of things together, right? <laughs> so, he's <laughs> my dad and Teresa. My dad and Teresa. I met my dad and Teresa's dad are really, really good friends. I'm going out to the party, Heck yeah. No, my dad and Teresa's dad are really good friends, right? So, growing up, like my dad, listen, none of our parents were consistent with rides. But whenever my dad did pick me up, for some reason, Teresa's dad would always oh, be there. And be sometimes, there. leaving Teresa yeah, and picking me up. It's up. But my dad and her dad would always take me on these shopping trips. Not for me, but for them. Um, to Steinmark. And if for some reason, we would be walking past the women's clothing. And her dad would say the most hilarious things. He'd be like, yeah, this is what women should wear on dates. Like, you know what? And it'd be like the most old, eight, 1985, like court appearance dress like it was so funny and he was like you know when a man comes up to you and you're like you know you're, you're showing too much skin or blah 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 you know just run away like he was like same thing. he's like because that man just he wants one like he would just yeah. and he would say it in the most hilarious ways right Crazy. and didn't experience that but like he just it was he just her dad is just one of those people but i also find that like it's easier for parents to talk to other people's kids because michael always told me that my dad would, would talk to but him about say, dating and stuff. did the know? same thing with us as well. Yeah, so like it was like I think it's easier to impart wisdom on other people's kids because if they mess up, that's not on you. Awesome. <laughs> that's them, right? Awesome. But like when it's your kid, it's like oh dang, that's oh, on me. So I just but specifically like going off of this dating thing, the taboo about sex, I feel like is the biggest thing though too, because like we were even like talking parents, about this. Our parents buried the stories of their they did, but oh, we were even talking about this yeah. the other day. It's like, you, Africans don't even talk about the ramifications of sex. They just say, don't do it. Yep. They don't tell you mentally what it can do to you, spiritually, emotionally, all those type of things. They just say, don't do it. So that's not enough for a teenager that's going through yeah, puberty. That's not enough for somebody that's in a relationship for the first time and they love each other. That's or not enough for those situations. You're like, okay, don't do it because God's going to be displeased. It's not enough. So, like, Africans, we as the next generation need to do better about communicating. So, when do you guys think you're, if you're all going to be comfortable mm-hmm. to start talking to your kids about sex? Like huh? Yeah, as soon as they get access to the internet, they're going to find out. So, yeah. Like, yeah. I would tell them about Yeah, elementary school, they don't mm-hmm. learn about the trans, the day, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Tell them about and, I'll, and I'll make sure they, they know that. And it's not even going to be taboo. And I'll, and I'll make sure they know that because like my my boy is supposed to know because you know, I'm a very very uh, traditional person I think uh, you know this is just my views I think you know men are made for women women are made for men not the other way around not you know men men women women mm-hmm. so you know it'll be a big problem to me if my uh, six, seven-year-old kid comes to me and tells me, Daddy, I don't feel nothing about no women. That is a problem to me. I need to speak to you about that. I need to tell you. And it should be normal for you to understand that if your body reacts a certain way when you see a girl, it's natural. It's natural to Let you. Me, can I ask something really quick to what yeah. you just said? Something that we had spoke about. 
is that with the, the, the mindset of suppressing your children's sexuality, because that's what you're doing. Yeah. When you suppress your children's sexuality and tell them you're not allowed to talk to the opposite sex, things like that can happen where they yeah. start looking to the same sex because they're around the same sex all the time. Yeah. It's possible. It's a possibility. Right. Yeah, talk to the girls. Talk to the guys. Right? Because, like, <laughs> it's I mean, no, 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 no. But that's it's true. Facts because, yeah. you know, people, when, as your body, people's bodies develop at different ages, but yeah. the thing about it is people don't think that kids can have any sexual urges, but they do. They can. Yes. But they, they just, can. Don't, know they just don't know how, they don't to, how to explain, explain it. it. They, they don't know, what's they don't know what is going on. So if you're misleading this child by making them feel like those things are not natural, mm-hmm. they're going to just, you know, one, they're going to explore it anyways. Exactly. But two, like, they can, you know, you, you can lose control of the situation. And that's why they should destigmatize talking Bro, about I sex some wild to kids. kids. I knew some kids that were doing stuff in fifth, sixth grade. Younger oh, yeah. Younger, yeah, younger. Fourth. There was a kid that was pregnant at 13 in my, in my old school. Mm-hmm. Like, my, my sister had a kid, that a girl that was pregnant in her fifth grade class. And, and I'm, I'm concerned. Fifth grade? I'm concerned. Fifth grade. Yeah, sheesh. She was like, oh, uh, see, that's I'm the, I can't even blame you. That's the problem. That's it's the, like, did you get taken advantage of? It's like not even a joke. Like, no, I feel like it that's was with another kid in the same, same situation that, that was, I'm talking about. That that was, was, but also that's because kids, kids, you know, uh, there was like a, there was a, um, a what? What do you think? They just copy what they see. No, what I was going to say was there was like a study pulled out like people like had sex before they knew what sex was and that's the thing though and, and that's why that it's happens. important i know it's scary to think about having to talk to your kids about sex at you know at seven age. eight years old but the thing about it is especially now more than ever where we live in a very hypersexualized culture mm-hmm. these kids are going to be like kids on tiktok they'd they be doing like all these like sexual dances yeah. doing all these Kids and are who's going, watching that? And, and they're, they and they're absorbing know. it, they you know? know? So, they and they know. never know, you never know your kid, you can be like, oh, they're just watching TikTok or whatever, and then they be like, oh, they go to school, they see someone, they're like, oh, I saw this on TikTok, let's try it. They don't even realize what they're taking, you know, taking part in. That's why your parents are supposed to, you know, yeah. channel and either activate some things in them and deactivate some stuff, but yeah. you make sure you get to the basis, to the point, to the most important thing is that, you know, if you feel this way about a girl at this age, it's okay. It's okay. If you see a girl and your buddy reacts a certain type of way, that's okay. that means yeah. you're good. That's and okay. I like that. And it I want you. No, no, it doesn't mean you're a sorcerer. Yeah, I want you. Yeah, it doesn't mean you're a sorcerer. Yeah, it doesn't mean you're a The thing about it is people would like to say that. That's how you're supposed to feel. And people, like I said, people just, there's a stigma around sex. People think. And I think that's what pushes a lot of people like away from Christianity. Exactly. They think that they think there's no reasons behind people telling you not to do certain things because it's, people don't give the because they don't give the reasons. They don't want to get into it. It's just like oh, sex before marriage. Mm-hmm. Basically, if you tell me you never okay. had sex, I'm like I'm gonna give up the religion before I give up sex. But this is yeah. what I would this is that's what I would pose too me. though. This is how actually hypocrisy in the Christian in Christianity kind of plays its role in it is because when you're saved or you're newly saved and you're living a saved life, it's almost like you forget the things you used to struggle with. And then when you enter in a parental role, you forget the things that your kids are struggling with and you make them feel like what they're going through is not normal. Because you, you know what's the problem? But it, the problem is, here's the thing, especially when it comes to the African culture, they want to associate religion with culture, mm. which is two different things. Wow, okay. No, 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 that's and we talked about this before and on the podcast. Yeah. That's why they call people they don't exactly. like Exactly. Mm. And it's more about and it's more about being spiritual than being religious. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You know, because if you're spiritual, you led by the spirit, 
you're not led because you know religion is just there. It's just the clergy. It's just there to keep you in some you know yeah. some type of way. But you in religion can be wrong. Yeah, religion oh, can be wrong. 100%. But your spirituality, the way you are with God, your personal relationship, you can speak to your children however you want to speak to them. It's you know it's not wrong. You know, and uh, that's one of the things that my church did wrong for me on the age, my old church, and now yeah. I see that they're starting to change progress because. Most of my generation people, we all left. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Everybody and the same, same thing for us. Same thing for us. Older churches. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, we yeah. have old heads left. that are yeah. predominantly yeah. there. We're definitely yeah. going to have to do another episode about that. Yeah. About, like, Just you know, specifically religion, the culture, and spirituality. Yeah. We're definitely going to talk about that more because like you, the point that you raised, people are conflating the two, mm-hmm. culture and religion. I just had an argument with my mom last week about that. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, if you don't that's like it, culture. That's yeah, no, because, and, and that's why, you know, even just to raise one quick point and then we're going to end it, about why a lot of people say that women, their position in the church, it doesn't go, it doesn't go, like they, they say that the Bible is oppressive to women, but they don't understand that a lot of things that are written cultural. in the Bible were cultural, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, and, exactly. and that's the thing. But we're going to talk about that in another episode. Thank, thank y'all, Thank Matthew, you guys for coming David, in. Benny, thanks for being Thank y'all guests. for being vulnerable, talking about your personal experiences. We appreciate it. And we will definitely do another episode. If you guys have topics that y'all want to hear the guys talk about, please comment them on Instagram, send us a message, and we will definitely add it to the queue. A thing, another thing I want to talk about, we're going to have a very special episode for our one year of podcasting this uh, month. So it's, it's like coming real soon. Like yeah, in like two weeks. So please look forward to that. It's going to be probably our biggest episode. So um, without further ado, if you want to follow us, that's Le Tontines Podcast on Instagram. That's L-E-S-T-A-N-T-I-N-E-S Podcast. And we're streaming on so many platforms, pretty much anyone you can think of, um, but specifically Spotify, Apple Music, um, Google Pod, I mean Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and we look forward to seeing you all in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.